A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Have you ever sprouted wings or swum with unicorn dolphins? Well, lucid dreamers can conjure these and other fantastical scenarios. Is this ancient art of lucid dreaming a real brain phenomenon? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we take a look at what neuroscientists have to say about lucid dreaming, whether it's a real thing, and whether it's a good idea to try at home. So recently, I took a trip flying through the clouds on my own wings And then I dove into the ocean and swam with some unicorn dolphins. They were not narwhals, they were unicorn dolphins. And then at some other point, I was doing somersaults and zero gravity. It was the most awesome vacation ever. So now, maybe this did not happen in real life, but I have been lucky enough to have some amazing dreams that felt so real I could have been in the movie Inception. Now, how cool would it be if you could create these dreams yourself? Just conjure them up on command. Or at least realize you're dreaming in the middle of a dream so you can do whatever you please. Well, it turns out some people can. They practice lucid dreaming, where the dreamer becomes aware that they're dreaming and may even gain control over the dream content itself. Lucid dreaming is nothing new. It has been part of spiritual practice around the world for centuries. Tibetan monks have called it dream yoga, where dreamers can train themselves to recognize their dreaming and learn to control the dream content. Islamic scriptures have described lucid dreaming as a special mental state for reaching the mystical. And a 4th century Christian theologian believed that lucid dreaming could be a preview of the afterlife. These days, Scientists and spiritualists alike practice this ancient art. One of the pioneers of modern research on lucid dreaming is Stephen LaBerge, a scientist who kept a detailed dream diary for three years and during that time developed a lucid dreaming technique that he was using on a daily basis by the end of his experiment. He published his experiences as a case study in 1980. So how did he do it? Is it even a real thing? If so, is it a good idea to practice lucid dreaming? In this two-part series, we'll take a trip through the neuroscience of lucid dreaming, learn how to decide if it's a good idea for you, and explore practical how-to tips for cultivating your own lucid dreams. So today, in part one, we start with a question, is lucid dreaming even a real thing? Neuroscientists have been honing in on a method to prove that lucid dreaming is a real brain state that you can actually measure. And just this year, in 2021, 
an international team of researchers published a set of bombshell studies in the journal Current Biology with the most compelling demonstrations yet. Real-time, two-way communication between a lucid dreamer and the outside world. In these studies, lucid dreamers received signals and questions from researchers while they were in a lucid dream, including flashing lights as a signal, flashing a Morse code, or spoken words played on a speaker. And in that dream, when they perceived the signals, they answered the yes-no questions by moving their eyes or twitching their face in a certain way. Using these two-way signals, lucid dreamers correctly answered questions such as, do you speak Spanish? And what is eight minus six? One participant described answering these questions while at a birthday party or fighting goblins. This not only shows that lucid dreamers really can be aware that they're dreaming, but that they can actually perceive the outside world, think about things, multitask within a dream, and even communicate to the outside world using their sleeping body. How amazing is that? Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Now that you're as excited about lucid dreaming as I am, perhaps you're wondering if you can do it too. Now there's good news. Even without meaning to, about half of the population experiences at least one lucid dream at some point. People are more likely to spontaneously experience a lucid dream if they're generally good at recalling their dreams, or if they have sleep disorders such as narcolepsy or psychiatric disorders like psychosis. Of course, this does not mean that if you lucid dream, you have a brain disorder. It simply appears easier for the brain to allow lucid dreaming to happen when these disorders are present. If you're wondering if you maybe already lucid dream, you can ask yourself some questions from the lucidity and consciousness in dream scale, which includes items like, while dreaming, I was aware of the fact that what I was experiencing wasn't real. While dreaming, I was able to change or move objects that would be impossible in waking. While dreaming, I often asked myself if I was dreaming. Or while dreaming, I was able to remember certain plans for the future. Now, there are many more items like this in this scale. And if you look it up, you can see, you know, where along the spectrum you are in terms of how lucidly you dream. 
And of course, we should clarify that lucid dreaming is not black or white, have it or not. Just like regular dreams, there might be different levels of intensity, awareness that you're dreaming, and control you have in changing things. And let's be clear, it seems that even very lucid dreams cannot be completely controlled. And let's be clear, it seems that even very lucid dreams cannot be totally controlled. It's not quite like in the Inception movie, where Elliot Page could walk around and create whole gravity-bending cities at a wave of his hand. Especially when it comes to creating details, the dreamscape may not totally respond to your wishes. Now, here's a big question. Is lucid dreaming good for us? Now, lucid dreaming may be the ultimate virtual reality game, giving us the freedom to invent fantasy experiences beyond, or maybe precisely akin to, our wildest dreams. Besides being fun, it might have some practical benefits too. For example, practicing a motor skill in a lucid dream can improve your performance in real life, similar to how much it would improve with waking practice. And all of this is happening without interfering with sleep quality. There is even some evidence that learning to lucid dream can help reduce the frequency or intensity of nightmares for people with PTSD. But it's important to note Lucid dreaming should not be used to replace treatment for PTSD or any other psychological disorder. The research on lucid dreaming shows that while it may reduce the frequency and level of distress associated with trauma nightmares, it does not reduce PTSD symptoms or trauma-related sleep disturbance. And at this point, if you're thinking, "Mm, this lucid dreaming thing is too good to be true, then You're right, there's always some note of caution that we need to make, even beyond, you know, not replacing psychological treatment with lucid dreaming. So who should be cautious about trying to lucid dream? Some neuroscientists are advocating caution. So for example, some are concerned that frequent lucid dreaming practice could be harmful to normal sleep by interrupting regular sleep cycles. They argue that lucid dreaming brain states are neither wake nor sleep, so we're not getting the benefits of REM sleep that we need while we lucid dream. Others worry that constantly practicing lucid dreaming blurs the lines between reality and dream, grounded and dissociating, which might increase the risk of psychosis. Now, it is reassuring that a few studies have shown that at least for a night or two in the sleep lab, Practicing lucid dreaming did not negatively impact sleep quality. And that lucid or not, dreaming often is actually not associated with poor sleep in generally healthy adults. But I do believe it's a good idea to practice lucid dreaming in moderation so as not to make a habit of replacing the type of sleep your body would have naturally produced. And after all, your body, your brain, they know best. They know what's good for you and what you need. So generally, I advocate listening to what your brain wants to do. And because we don't yet fully understand the relationship between psychiatric disorders and lucid dreaming, we should be cautious here too. Anyone with a family or personal history of psychosis, which includes having hallucinations or bizarre beliefs, anyone with a history of dissociation, like feeling attached from reality or from your own body, or anyone with a history of psychiatric or neurological symptoms should consult with a psychiatrist before trying to practice lucid dreaming. 
And if you are practicing already, if any bizarre experiences start to happen while you're awake, such as feeling like the lines between reality and dreaming are getting really blurry, or you can't keep track of time, or you feel detached from your body or your surroundings, you should stop trying to lucid dream and talk with a doctor. Now, if you don't have to worry about any of these safety precautions, lucky you, you must be feeling eager to experience some lucid dreaming just like me. So next week, in part two of this dreaming series, I'll walk you through the methods scientists and lucid dreamers have used to cultivate this fascinating experience. And meanwhile, I'll be trying these methods myself. So stay tuned for next week's episode to hear how I did. Now wish me luck. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Savvy Psychologist. Let's certainly continue the conversation on social media. Tell me about your lucid dreaming experiences or other dreaming experiences. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at QDT Savvy Psych and also at Jade Wu PhD. We can also keep in touch through The Savvy Psychologist newsletter, which delivers psychology tips and news straight to your inbox. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickerberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thanks again for joining me, and I'll see you next week for a happier and healthier mind. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.